Hello there, it's Gareth here, and welcome to this episode 112 of the podcast. I hope you're well. So, listen, I got a fess up this morning. I'm not feeling great, not feeling great. I had a very tough day emotionally yesterday. Something very um, distressing happened. I'm going to have to share that with you. Um, so just to allow me a little bit of space these first couple of minutes to explain what I went through yesterday. Because the title of today's podcast is, If It Matters To You, It Matters. And I'm thinking about this because yesterday was the end of something and not a good ending for me. Some of you may know this, some of you may not. I'm a big fan of Formula One. I love F1 racing. And I've been watching Formula One now since ooh, probably about 1999, 2000, maybe even a bit earlier than that. So I've been going at it a lot of years now. And I am a big fan of Lewis Hamilton. And if you know anything about Formula One, some of you won't. Um, yesterday was the final race of the Formula One season. Um, Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen, the two title leaders, were drawn on points. They were even on points. So everyone yesterday won the title. And I wanted Lewis Hamilton to win, really wanted him to win. And it was all going really swimmingly until about five laps to go. Um, it's all went horribly wrong. Safety car, issues, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he lost the world title to Max Verstappen on the final lap of the race. And I was gutted, absolutely gutted. And I had this thing a few years ago where I, I wouldn't get too emotionally involved in sports, especially football, because I found that when my team lost, which is Leeds United, or the national team lost, England, I always felt really bad. And this year I experienced England losing in the final of Euro 2021, and that felt horrible. But yesterday's feeling was even worse. And the reason the title is what it is today, if it matters to you, it matters to you, it's because some people just won't care. They'll woke up this morning, they won't even have known that the F1 race was on yesterday. They're not into Formula One, it's not their thing. Um, so they would probably look at me and say, well, you've been a bit stupid, you know, getting all emotionally involved over and, and upset over two, two guys driving around in racing cars. But it matters to me. And a few years ago, I used to um, run a business and one of the women where we worked, we, we had a business that was inside another warehouse. So we had a warehousing business inside another warehouse. And one of the women who worked in the other business was really into something and she was into greyhounds, okay? Not racing them, you know, not greyhound racing or dog racing, but she loved to, to support greyhounds. And she had a charity that she supported where she helped greyhounds out. So basically she'd come around every now and again selling raffle tickets or taking donations for the the uh, the well-being of Greyhound Association. And I used to laugh every time she came around thinking, you know, bloody hell, you know, like, what do I care about greyhounds? Don't get me wrong, I like dogs and I like dogs to be treated nice, but, you know, I can think of better ways to spend my tenner than buying your raffle tickets, you know, for, so a dog can have a spa day or something. But the truth is it mattered to her. So I always used to support her. And because if it matters to you, it matters to you, and we should respect that. But something that yesterday showed me was how a simple event of something that is not, there was nothing yesterday in that race or the end of that season that was going to affect me in any way, shape or form in any other way than emotionally. You know, I weren't going to be any richer or better off or any more educated or any healthier by Lewis Hamilton winning or not winning. So there was no real kind of proper tangible reason that he needed to win other than my emotional, I wanted him to and I'm, I, I like him and, and, and it felt like failure when he didn't win. So I'm, I'm saying all this today because I think we all have things that matter to us. And sometimes what matters to us, other people will not understand. You know, they just they just don't. I sometimes talk about my walking to people that 
that I know, that I know I'm not into walking. And they kind of think I'm a bit stupid, you know, walking up Beals on a weekend. You know, why would you go out of the house when it's cold and icy? And, and, and you can get into a situation where you, you try to argue your point, you know, try to um, make them see your way. And I'm seeing a lot of this at the moment, especially on social media in the news, so many polarised opinions of something, you know. And for me, you should just remember one thing, and it's a word which we've all heard before, it's called respect. We have to respect other people's views and positions on something. And we have to respect the fact that some people will get upset about things that you don't have an interest in. And they will not get upset about things that you get don't have, that you have an interest in. But if we can learn to look at other people's what matters to them, it's important because it can sometimes open our eyes up to different things. Uh, when Sue first started becoming um, a vegan, and she's not so much a vegan now, she, I would class her as plant-based rather than a vegan. She does eat a bit of eggs occasionally and fish. But when she first took that on and she kind of encouraged me to look at it, I couldn't understand why vegans felt like they felt. You know, I couldn't understand it a little bit. You know, they don't want animals to get hurt. And I kind of knew it from a very kind of top-level understanding of what I thought a vegan was. But once I kind of accepted the fact that that was what mattered to them, animal cruelty and lack, or lack of animal cruelty, I could kind of connect with it at a different level. And then I understood more and then actually respect their position. And actually, I share some of their positions now. So sometimes by being open and enough to listen to somebody else's opinion and, and allow them to talk about things that matter to them, you might see that thing in a different way and you might get more interest in it. Now, I'm not saying that so all of you are going to sort of start becoming F1 fans. You know, it's not for everybody. And and despite the fact I said yesterday, I think about half past six when it all finished, I'm never watching another F1 race. I know I will do. Um, and I'm never going to get emotionally involved if Hamilton wins or loses again. I know I will do. You know, and I'm, I'm not going to kind of waste two days of my life before the last race of the season wondering and worrying about who's going to win. I know I will do. Because it really, really is important to us to feel those emotions. Those emotions, those feelings of ups and downs, the highs and the lows, these are, these are life, aren't they? And when you're feeling them emotions, you feel alive. And I kind of, in some ways, feel very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I pity people who don't have emotions. It's, it's very difficult for me to understand how anybody can go through life kind of like flatlining. No, it gets them too upset. No, it gets them too happy. You know, that's part of the roller coasters, isn't it? And I think that's an appropriate time to talk about it is today because we are looking now, we're, we're less than two weeks to Christmas. In fact, in two weeks' time, it will all be over besides the new year. We'll be into, I think two weeks today in the UK is actually a bank holiday because it, it's the holiday we get for Christmas. And then Tuesday, which will be tomorrow, will be our bank holiday for Boxing Day. But we, we'll be right in the middle of almost completed the festive the main festive events, Christmas Day, Boxing Day will have gone. And and I think this is a time of year to try to embrace those emotions that come this time of year. Because like me yesterday, I could have chosen not to watch that Formula One race. I'd have still been a little bit upset when I saw the, the news at the end of it. But part of being involved in something and part of being involved in something that matters to you is being there in the good times and the bad times. To be there to cheer when the people do well in, in the thing you're doing and then be there to commiserate and to, to help people when the things times are not so great. And this time of year, Christmas is a wonderful time for that. Which brings me nicely into asking you, how are you getting on with the Advent Challenger? 
are you doing them? Are you listening to them? Are you finding them useful? Um, I was out walking the other day with um, our friend Rianne. So hello, Rianne. And she brought a piece of cake because she listened to Fridays about making a meal for somebody. She made us a lovely, healthy cake. If a cake can be healthy, and this one was quite a healthy cake. Very tasty bit of cake. I think it was a Spanish cake for some reason. And I sat eating that on Saturday on a little walk overlooking a lake in a Yorkshire Sculpture Park, a little place near me. And I thought, Do you know what? Advent is feeling good to me this year. And Advent and Christmas is starting to feel really powerful and it's starting to feel very nice emotionally. And you know why? I think it's because as well as writing these things or speaking these things about the Advent Challenger, I'm doing them myself. And the only way sometimes you can really feel them emotions of anything and the benefits of getting involved with something is by getting involved with something. So, you know, we're on to the 13th now, another 11 of these before we get to the big day. So another 11 Advent Challengers to go, which um, today's is going to be. It's funny how I work these out, you know, I made a list of them when I started. I made a list of them, I've got a little spreadsheet mix, I like my spreadsheets. Um, and I'm trying to pick them out because one or two of them, they're a little bit too festive for just now, I have to be honest. So I've got to be careful. This is, it's a good week, it's going to feel a lot more festive, but next week's the big festive feeling week, isn't it? I always think from the 18th to the 25th. So today what I'm going to pick out, yeah, this is a good one for you. And probably an appropriate one for where we are right now in the UK because we have some... Um, <laughs> The Omicron virus variant of COVID is coming out and it's all over the, the TV at the moment. So today what I'm going to suggest you do, and I'll be following along with you, is I want you to have a day off watching TV. as a little advent challenge to yourself. Just don't watch your TV. Now clearly, when I'm talking, I've said this before, if you listen to this in the afternoon, you know, judge say, well, I'm not going to listen. I've been watching TV today. Pick a day, maybe tomorrow, when you, you, you can have a full day off watching TV. Just leave the TV alone. And have a day using that time you would have spent watching TV doing something else. If you want me to tell you what I think you should do, I think you should spend some time outside, maybe spend some time reading. There's a number of one things you can do. But have a day off watching TV. Over Christmas, we do tend to watch more TV than normal. I always say we watch more films. And actually, before the end of this Advent Challenge, you'll be uh, challenged to watch a film. But today, I want you to think about it. I have 24 hours off watching TV. Um, the reason I put this one in is I gave up watching TV quite a long time ago. We do have a TV in the house. Now, do I still watch things on TV? Yes, I do, because, you know, now because of the internet, you can watch it on your laptop, watch it on your phone. I actually have, like, a monitor or, a, like, a, an internet TV thing in my bedroom if I want to watch a film or anything on BBC iPlayer. But as a rule, day-to-day, -day, I don't watch TV. And I have to say, I'm sure I've said it before in some podcasts, and I've certainly done it in writings in my blogs, it was one of the biggest positive impacts that I have had from anything I've done is to stop watching TV. It really opened me up. Um, and made me feel good. I've got to say that. Now, I'm not saying everybody should do what I do and not watch TV, but giving yourself a day off now and again is a good thing to do. So today's Advent Challenge is have a day off watching TV. Okay, so that's the challenge. So just to recap the, the, the episode today, if it matters to you, it matters to you. Don't hide your kind of light under a bushel. If you if something matters to you, don't be afraid to step into it, emotionally get attached to it, and that's fine. But just remember, other people may not get what you are, what you, the thing, if it matters to you, they may not get it. But also, if you've got people you know that things matter to them and you don't get it, maybe if sometimes you just explain to each other what you get and what you don't get, it can open you up to a new way of thinking and maybe you'll see a different approach to something. So today... Enjoy the emotions of things that matter to you. Respect other people's things that matter to them. And uh, have a day off watching TV. I will see you tomorrow for another podcast. Until then, take care.